and welcome to another episode of Entrepreneurship Decoded. I'm so excited for you guys to meet Matt State. He is a writer, artist, social media expert. Um, so thank you, Matt, for coming on today. How are you doing? I'm great, thank you. Thank you for the invite. It's lovely to meet. Yeah, lovely to meet you too. So um, you're a successful expert on social media using TikTok, as we can see as your background. Um, but every entrepreneur, every person who is successful right now, they started somewhere, right? So I'd love for you to explain your story, where you came from, what, who were you before you started on your journey that led you to who you are today? Well, um, if I give you the very condensed version, because uh, it can go on for a while. So the very condensed version is I come from a, not a very nice start in life. It was a difficult family upbringing. There was a lot of violence in the home. I was diagnosed with PTSD as a teenager and my father committed suicide. So um, I left school with no real education and ended up working on building sites as a painter and decorator for, for a number of years. And so that's the, that's the first half of my life, if you will. Um, but when my father committed suicide, I, I got into martial arts. I'd always liked martial arts, but I, I really got into it. It became an obsession. Uh, and that then opened the doors for everything else that's come along. That was my, um, it was the place where I learned a lot of life lessons. It was a place where I found a community that was supportive and, and would help and, and guide and, and, and told me off when I was doing something wrong as well, which is really important. Um, and so, so yeah, so that became my, my guide, if you will, into everything else. And that was, that was my jumping off point into into all the other things that uh, that I've gone on to sort of play with and, uh, and here we are today. That's awesome that's great so you were you had a kind of a rough start as a, a young young person you left and you went out and did your own things so what were kind of the main challenges that you had to face not just from you know your youth what happened there but kind of as you had to go out and do find your own thing so what were kind of the main challenges you had you faced? Oh, there were, there's, there's, there's been several over time. There's the, um, there's the obvious ones, which is having to uh, pay for yourself and pay for everything and, and, and just get through life when, um, when you don't have any support network or family or anything like that, that's going to sort of help, help out with that. Things like, you know, buying your first home, getting a car, paying for an education, um, all of those things become incredibly challenging. So, uh, so, so when I first started, I was going to college and I was working nights in a nursing home. So for four nights a week, I would work 12 hour shifts where I would look after um, very elderly people. And then I would go straight from there to college for the day. And so I literally catnapped four days a week for the entire length of the college course. So that was, that was just one example of, the, of, of sometimes how it was challenging. But it also taught me you know, a great work ethic, um, a real understanding that no matter what the obstacle is, there is a way over or around it. And it's just a case of knuckling down and just, and just keep banging away. Sooner or later, it'll come good. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, like you said, you had, you kept working hard, you kept getting that work ethic and just have that motivation and drive. What were your kind of your whys and what, 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 gave you that motivation to just keep going to keep you know working those long hours and staying at school and just working almost 24 7 what what were the things that just kept you going oh there was a long period in the middle where um where i just you know sort of worked on building sites so on and so forth and that was kind of where i was at but it was the martial arts as, as i've already mentioned that sort of drove me on and um and when you start 
when you start achieving at something and being told that you can do something, it's kind of infectious. And when you start having a little bit of success with something, I mean, you're, the fact that you're doing what you're doing at the age that you're doing it is amazing and, and all credit to you. you know, I, wish, I wish I'd have had your, um, you know, your ability to, to go out and grab stuff when I was your age. Unfortunately, it took me a little while longer. Um, but when I did start figuring out that, that you could have success and then success breeds on success and, and you do something well and you get rewarded for it and then it's, oh, I want to do something else. And, and then I started wanting to push against the boundaries of what I've always been told. So um, in the UK, there's a very structured class system. And so you have the working class, you have the middle class and you have the upper class. And I was very much working class. And I was told that the best I could ever hope for was to have a job, work until I was you know, really old, maybe live a couple more years if I was lucky and then sort of drop dead. Um, that's, that was my lot in life and that's what is expected of us. Uh, but, uh, but I didn't want to do that. And so, um, and so I started actively trying to find ways to change that outcome so that that didn't have to be the way that it was. And so, and so yeah, so went down the martial arts route. I became a nightclub bouncer. I worked in security for many years and that was a great learning curve as well because I learned all about communication and conflict and fear and the, the, the lessons in that were amazing because when you come from a working class background you're told that there's no money really hard to get money right you're only ever good enough for this sort of thing you've got to hate the people that have all these things because well they're not like you you know and all of those fears and insecurities you've got to get past before you can actually do anything else so um so a large part of of, of that journey for me doing the doors and, and working in security and doing the bodyguarding and stuff was a seeing another world and being and being allowed to, to sort of peek behind the curtain of of all of these things but then also learning that the fear is actually something that i can i can deal with it's just in my head um, and that was really interesting because once you strip that away once you take away the fear part of it actually literally anything's achievable yeah, that's a great spin to put on it. And I love how you're kind of talking about your culture. And in America, it's it's a lot different. You know, we, we have kind of those status quos that we, we see, like people who are just um, poor, middle class, upper class, you know, we have those systems. And it's it's cool to learn about like other cultures, other countries. So yeah, it was great for you to share that with me. Thank you. So um, through all of this stuff that you've been learning and uh, you like you said your security job you learn communication are there like specific experiences like or like a specific story you feel like was just the one thing that that kept motivating you or kept um, I guess just driving you or pushed you towards uh, what you what you're doing now well they, they, I suppose there were a couple of different things that happened at various times but they all sort of they all they've all married together to create what is now uh that's i suppose that's normal isn't it you sort of go through and have different times in your life and um <clears throat> the first real time was i'd been working as a as a bouncer in security for a long time i'd moved up to operations manager i'd been given the opportunity to outgrow what i'd been doing before so the question was you know um we're, we're going to give you this uh, this advancement we're going to make you into a manager do you know how to do that and of course I nodded my head and said yes um, absolutely no idea at that point so it was a case of right learn really quickly but then I managed to do that and that managed as I say to open up some opportunities that I otherwise wouldn't have had 
And then from that, then I, I was doing that. I was doing the security. I was running the martial arts gym. And it was, I, I hit that time where I thought, well, how do I want to spend the rest of my life? Do I want to spend it, you know, grinding myself into the ground for what was a reasonable salary? I mean, you know, it wasn't like I was suffering. I was pretty okay and comfortable, but every day was the same day doing the same thing for somebody else's benefit in the long run. And is that how I wanted to live my life? So that was my first sort of major turning point where I basically give all that up and said, I'm, I'm, I'm going to concentrate on my martial arts gym and I'm going to do that because that's where I want to spend my time. So it was a, it was a lifestyle choice decision as opposed to a financial decision um, in the hope that it would come good in the end. So it was quite scary at that point, but in I jumped. So all my savings went into the gym and making that happen. And I committed fully to that process in the hope that, uh, that that would sort of work out. And so uh, that was the first major step along the way. And the second one was, was, was finishing the first book. I'd, I'd always wanted to write a book and I sort of half wrote one and then sat on it for a couple of years, told myself it was no good, told myself nobody would like to read it, told myself that what am I doing writing a book, you know? Um, and eventually a few years later, I was talking to a friend in a field and he's an absolutely lovely guy, massively underrated, extremely good at what he does, but he's very quiet and under the radar. And I was talking to him and I said, well, what, you know, why, why, why don't you shout louder about yourself? You know, why, why don't you demand the recognition that you so rightly deserve? And he said, I, I just can't be bothered with it. I don't want the politics. I don't want the drama. I don't want the grief. I like my quiet life. And so <clears throat> I said, okay, well, what would happen if I did? What would happen if I really pushed and I, and I tried to take whatever opportunity sort of came about. And, and that's really what leads us to today because, you know, I finished the book, wrote several more, write for magazines, um, done a load of online courses, you know, moved into social media stuff, um, started working on TikTok really ex extensively, now have a substantial following over there. Uh, and so, yeah, so it all, it all really came from those various little points along the way that all add up. Yeah, that's awesome. So, yeah, that's a great story. Just leading, leading you on your path that you were you meant to be, and apparently it's working. And so, I bet everyone's wondering what the authentically means. So, um, do you want to explain your you and your brand and what you're doing right now? Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, well, as already mentioned, I wear a couple of hats. This particular one is uh, authentically limited, which is uh, my company where we look at the social media platform TikTok and we help people to grow with that so that's for sort of businesses organizations individuals so people that want to use tiktok specifically to grow an audience and build a community it's an exciting vibrant platform at the moment that's, that's got an awful lot going for it it's a little bit misunderstood by quite a lot of people however it's a huge opportunity that a lot of people are seeing um you know it's worth investment of time and effort oh that's great um, yeah, even though I'm young, I'm still kind of trying to figure out TikTok. So I think a lot of people are either they don't understand it or they don't think they can take it as a business perspective or can really market on there. So what's kind of the biggest problem you see like business owners or leaders, entrepreneurs, as they try to figure out this platform? What it, what's kind of the biggest problem that you think they have when doing it? Most of it is misunderstanding of what the platform actually is. That's the first and biggest thing. Um, so people assume that it's not actually very big. 
um, because they're not involved with it. When in actual fact, it's the most downloaded app there is now. It's grown absolutely massively. It's huge. The, the latest numbers have come out absolutely huge. So it can't really be ignored like that anymore. The second thing that people think is that it's full of 12-year-olds lip syncing. And yes, there is elements of that in it, most definitely. But it's, it's outgrown that now quite a lot. So the, the numbers now are showing that it's a significantly older audience coming in. And there's, there's a huge opportunity now. So as an example, in Europe, TikTok have just announced they're putting £15 million into promoting educational content on the platform because they want to, they want to grow in the same way that Facebook, Instagram, they all grew with their audience as they matured. TikTok is looking to do the same. So that's the second part of it. And the third part of this is really important. And that is you don't have to act like an idiot to be on TikTok that's the thing that a lot of people think they think they have to be they have to act like a fool when in actual fact you don't um they it is a fun platform and thank goodness for that because twitter's full of really angry people shouting at one another facebook's full of a lot of middle-aged moany people um and so tiktok at the moment is is, is a nice place to be because it's a little bit of fun and so <clears throat> so we like that we like that that makes sense. That's really funny. I love that explanation of the different platforms. I think you're spot on with that. But <laughs> so from everything you learned and through all of this, the learning TikTok and that kind of thing and your mistakes, what's the, I guess, kind of the last question, what's the main advice you would give to people listening to this, entrepreneurs, just people who are looking for maybe, I guess, that that new perspective, that one person to tell them, okay, get up, get going. What would be your advice for those kind of people? I would actually, if it's okay, I would actually squeeze two into that. Um, the first thing I would say is don't listen to the people that say you can't, right? Just, just pay no attention to that because there's going to be a hell of a lot of that noise in your uh, people. They will all tell you that you can't do something, you shouldn't do something, but don't listen to that. Just because they can't do it doesn't mean that you can't. That's the first thing. And the second thing is really important to get the right people around you. Really important. You don't have to take every single bit of advice that comes your way. So you can cherry pick the right things, but get the right people around you because it makes such a difference. So those are my two things I would say. That's awesome. That's perfect. I think that'll really give people value. And a lot of people kind of say the same things, but when they hear it from someone else or someone that's, you know, they, they can resonate with more and, I think it, it'll just give people a lot of value. So I don't want to take up too much of your time, Matt. Thank you so much for being on this uh, episode today. I really appreciate your value and uh, sharing your story with me and then the people listening, watching. So I, I really appreciate that. Oh, no, I, I appreciate coming on and I'm really uh, looking forward to seeing your journey and how you progress. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, so any, anyone watching, listening, uh, Matt's information his like tiktok experts and all of his stuff is down below if you want to connect with him in any way um you guys know that my ebook is now live so if you guys want to get that a success secret guide that uh, provides you information about new consumer behavior some secrets here and there just how to traverse through the new market and dominate so don't forget that's down there below too thank you all so much and thank you matt again i really appreciate your time my pleasure my pleasure thank you Thank you.